It is Tuesday. That means it's time for Mobility Makers, brought to you by Bridgestone. No matter what the next generation of mobility will be, it will be on wheels, and Bridgestone will be there. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. You know, General Motors, looking to expand the utility of its electric vehicles by making it easier for you not just to charge it from your house, but to charge your house, essentially, with your electric vehicle if there's a blackout, if there's an emergency interruption in power, uh, to give your vehicle the ability to be a backup source. And the company is pursuing this in partnership with one of the biggest utilities in the country, Pacific Gas and Electric. Let's learn more about this partnership with Rick Spina, who's the General Motors uh, Vice President of EV Commercialization. Uh, Rick, this is exciting stuff. Well, first of all, thanks for the introduction. Thanks for saying it's exciting because we do think it is really exciting also. The, the notion of, uh, of what the future will hold and its near-term future and working with PGN on this is almost a dream for a lot of my engineers. So well, what needs to happen here? I mean, you know, we, if we plug in an EV, I, I guess I always assumed that that was a two-way street, but it's not. Do you have to actually develop that technology or is this more about doing in-home testing to see if it's a viable concept? It's a, it's a combination of those two, Guy. Um, the, the invention, if you will, that has to occur is, uh, is twofold. There's a communications path that has to be worked out, and the communications path is basically how does the vehicle know it's time to send power back to the home, um, and how does the home know it needs power it's where, excuse me, how does the home know where it's going to get the power from? Is it taking it from the grid? Is it taking from a potential solar array you might have on your roof? Right? Right. Or does it need to take it back from the car? So that's the communications piece. The actual transfer of the powerful part of electricity does require some invention because vehicle batteries work on DC, high voltage DC, whereas your home works on AC power. So there's, there's some right. conversion that has to go back and forth. Okay, so it, I mean, there's a software component, there's an engineering component, and then there's also you need, I would imagine, a, a cable that will do all of this. Once it's done, how mm-hmm. much capacity will I get from using my car? Assuming that if I'm in a blackout and I'm I'm going to reduce my consumption because it's an emergency, how long can you power me? I I love this question because it usually surprises people. The basic answer is. The average EV can power the average house for about three days. No kidding. Exactly. It's a much, much bigger number than most people imagine, right? Fundamentally, it begins to tell you how much power is in an EV battery, right, to work with. And another piece of that, of course, is you're only driving your vehicle a a relatively small percentage of a 24-hour period, right? During the rest of that time, if it's not accumulating energy, it can either just sit and hold it or it can disperse it back into your home. And it can do it multiple times a day if that's if that becomes necessary. I mean, if I do conserve in an emergency, could I stretch that horizon up to a week? I'm thinking back Absolutely. to the, the blackout that we had here, for instance, in 2003 yeah. that was so devastating, it lasted almost a week or longer. Yeah. Uh, we all could have had a lot more comfortable lives. Even if I'm running my air conditioning and things like that in, in, the, in, the, in, in summer, it would still take that kind of a load? It could. Um, If you're running your air conditioning hard, you probably wouldn't get three whole days out of it because I gave you some average numbers, but you could choose to run your air conditioning some. You could also, an earlier guy, like if you think it's going to be a week-long one, you could choose to only run your refrigerator and certain other appliances in your home. I Jokingly, I'm going to tell you, I remember exactly the blackout you're talking about. Mm -hmm. I ended up driving uh, my truck up to north of Flint 
um, where there was fuel and I was able to fill up a pickup truck full of jugs to feed my neighbor's generators. You know, do you foresee the charger changing? Will most chargers, will a standard charger have this dual capability or will that be something that I, I pay extra for as an option? And is this something that existing chargers could be retrofitted? Great set of questions. Um, the, the Going forwards, most chargers will have the capacity or the capability to do this because adding the basic capability is not particularly expensive on a charger. However, the more, slightly more expensive pieces that will be actually converting the power um, outside the charger back to what your home needs. So there will be some expense involved with the device that converts the power and, and the brain, if you will, that uh, decides where to send the signals. Relatively, not big numbers, but there will be some extra expense there. And no, you can't retrofit an existing charger. Okay. So what's the horizon on this? And, and how soon might we see this kind of technology available for the early adopters? Um, I, the way I would answer that is our project engineers are working on um, project plans that the bottom of the scale is months. It's not quarters. It's not years. It's months. Now, really? on, from a test perspective, yep. And then that will slowly roll out to the first adopters, just like you're saying. Yeah. We expect during this calendar year to have the trials with PG&E some demonstration trials uh, internally and then beginning to move a little bit externally during this calendar year is our plan. I know that the CEO of PGE is Patty Poppy, and she spent many years here in Michigan with Consumers Energy. How, how important was that to, for this partnership developing? I mean, she's already got a working interest of understanding what the needs are of the auto industry. Well, PGE has the, the highest number of EVs in their you know, jurisdiction area of anybody else. So they're probably... With Patty's you know, leadership, they're the first to recognize the potential here um, and how much power is rolling around their jurisdiction inside vehicle batteries. And that is sort of untapped capacity for them at any moment in time, right? It sounds kind of funny, but it's, it's an available source uh, to help meet their, their own needs of you know, supplying power to their customers. Okay. Fascinating stuff. Rick Spina, we thank you so much. Uh, I, I don't look forward to the day when I'm going to need it, but I'm going to be glad that it's there when I do. Exactly. Well said, Guy. It's, it's kind of exciting and it, it will become probably very normal a decade from now. You'll, it'll be, we'll, we won't think of it. It'll just be normal, like flipping a switch. All right. Uh, take care, Rick. Thanks so much. We appreciate it. Enjoy.